What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mel V, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Truth Hurts on the Hustle and Shine podcast. Tonight, we got a spicy meatball for you, and my special guest going to bring the heat. But before we get into that, I got a couple of announcements to give y'all. First of all, if you have not copped your copy of the Diamond Writer's new book, Valid Transparency, I'm going to assume that you were in a coma and you just woke up. So now that you're up, go ahead and hop over to www.diamondwriters.com and get your copy of our third anthology, Valid Transparency. We spilling some tea, y'all, and we giving some gems, so make sure you copy your book. Also, if you don't have your ticket to the Diamond Standard ATL, what's, what's going on? You're slipping. Come out, catch me, all the other Diamonds, and actually my guest tonight is the host for the show, for the event. So again, go to our website, www.diamondwriters.com slash events, and get your tickets. You hear I said tickets. That means you got to come and you got to bring a friend. Show up, show out. We got a lot going on. We're going to have gym class, gym coaches, vendors, drinks, food, DJ, music, games, giveaways. It's the diamond standard. There's no other way. But on to tonight's show. So as y'all know here on Truth Hurts, I spare no punches. So if you haven't already gone and got your band-aids, go get them. Get a, get a couple, because we cutting deep today. We sparing nothing on our topic today. So, what's the topic, huh? Hmm. How many of y'all know this song right here? Let me let me see if y'all know. How many of y'all know this song? Hey. All right, that's it. That's right. Today's show is called Nuck If You Buck. Keep your hands to yourself. So let me go ahead and bring my special guest, my co-host for today, none other than the Brooklyn Bombshell herself, Miss Kiara Jacobs. And we knocking and bucking. Okay, no. <laughs> Listen, they not they not ready. They not they not they not they are not. Welcome, darling. Thank you for inviting me, Mel. This is such an honor to be here. I really appreciate you inviting me into this space that you've created. And it's a very fruitful and like beneficial and like empowering space. So I just thank you for being for inviting me and allowing me to be a part of this. And yes, I am hosting the event. I'm so excited because y'all are giving me free reign to cut up on a Sunday. Oh, oh girl. Yes. Just cut it up. <laughs> cut it up. Cut it up. <laughs> But yeah, listen, when I when I figured out what my show topic, I was like, oh no, I know exactly who I need to get on with me today. I, I needed it. So I was like, I spoil it. My girl, I need to they're gonna get a little bit of what they're gonna get at the event, but we're gonna we gonna, oh, we gonna splice them and dice them today. So I hope they got their band-aids ready. I hope if they don't I'm synonymous with fighting. In almost every circle. It really wasn't about the fighting, though. It was just because I was like, I needed somebody that was just going to tell it like it is and put people Amen. in their place. All right, I got it. I you got it. Box check it. That's what I, I needed. It. I got you. I'm here. I'm here so, to tell truth. In before love. we get the all love. into the show, mm-hmm. you got to let people know who you are, what you do, where they can find you. Give them all the goods. 
Hello, everyone. As the name states, right, right, right here. This name right here. My name is Kiara Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Maverick Mama. I am the founder of an organization called Maverick Mama, designed to help empower single moms to live the life that they love. So you can find me on Insta. I also have a virtual assistant business if you need a virtual assistant. Um, but primarily my passion is Maverick. <laughs> my passion is Maverick Mama. Um, and so I empower single moms through inspiration, information, encouragement, and support. I actually just started my brand new Instagram page. Um, and so right now I'm running a, a 40 things the last 40 years have taught me. It's one minute little nuggets about things that I've learned in my last 40 plus years of living. Yes, your girl is over 40. But the face card still don't decline. Let's, let's be clear. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, everywhere. Listen, listen, it's an unlimited black card. (laughs) Get into it. Okay. (laughs) Listen, love it. So I just my job is to just empower single moms everywhere to um to live a life that you love. So much, so many, so often there's this whole like negative, tired, outdated, antiquated type narrative that single moms are bitter and they don't have lives and they live through their children and want, 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 want. And that's not true. We out here dipping it and doing it just like you. We just doing it in a different tax bracket, sis, bruh. And so, and so I'm here for the sisters who want to get to another tax bracket. I'm here for the mamas who want to live a life that is, that makes them happy, that makes them excited to wake up. They're not living um, on the fumes of what happened yesterday, they are fully embracing the fragrance of now and tomorrow. And so that's my job to bring the inspiration and the information and the support and all of the things for the single mamas, particularly. Now, if you're a married mama, you can, you can pull up to the table. I mean, you can sit with us or whatever, but I ain't really here for you. Just do y'all see why I love her? Like, do y'all, do y'all, do y'all, are y'all catching this? This is why I love her. Oh, gosh. So, without further ado, mm-hmm. without, I, I feel like I feel like I just need to run it back one more time. Like okay. I feel like we're gonna run it back. Like we we here to do what? We here to do? Watch yourself. Watch yourself. We are here to talk about nuck if you buck. Indeed. Keep your hands to yourself at all times. Indeed. At all, at all times. At all times. Mm-hmm. At all the times. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why I wanted to have this topic today was because I just noticed this influx of imagery on social media and videos, and people just out of pocket putting their hands on people. From adults to men to women to women to men to women and women to men. It's just, it's people just out here throwing bowls for nothing. Like, you took the last red Skittle, here's a black eye. Like, it's like, y'all just out here putting hands on people for nothing. And then, when people put their hands back on you, now we have problems. Now they abusive, you want to file lawsuits, you want to call police. It's like, but you, you knocked and they bucked. But clearly, you wasn't ready to fight. <laughs> I don't understand it. So, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this little first part. But mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about same sex putting their hands on women. that put their hands on other women. Men, they put their hands on other men. Just off GP. Like, 
clearly I understand if somebody put their hands on you, then you rag them. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a certain amount of words, like words gotta get to a certain point where it is like now accessible or, or okay for you to now put your hands on somebody. Thanks. But I feel like now today. <clears throat> It's like if you sneeze and somebody don't say bless you, you'd be ready to punch them in the face. What's that about? Child, people don't believe in therapy. That's what that's about. Listen, <laughs> I am very adamant about um, the words that I choose, right? Because I realize that my words can incite violence, right? Like I have been, I have been verbally aggressive for my entire life hmm. from... The time of five until now, I could say some things that make you want to fight me. So I am careful about choosing my words and being careful with the words that I say. And even as I've become a mom raising, I have a teenager and I have two smaller children, just choosing my words carefully because my world, my words can shape their world. I think a lot of the times though, um, we were just, I was just talking to my kids. There's an active shooter somewhere out here in Atlanta. God only knows where the man is right now. They can't find him. And they were, and my kids were asking me, I mean, why is he shooting people? And I said, because he probably didn't have anybody to affirm him, and he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't allowed to to um, to openly share his emotions. And mm. when people don't have safe spaces to emote, that emotion turns into anger. It almost always defaults to anger, like spoiled milk. Spoiled milk can only go one way. It can't <laughs> unspoil. It just it goes from milk to curdle. And so that's it's the same way with emotions. They go from sad to anger, hurt to anger, depressed to anger. It only goes in one direction. And if you're not willing to talk that through with somebody or find a therapist or find somebody who can like work through those things with you, then you are absolutely going to be just an angry individual. Now for me, when people get out of pocket or they get angry or they start talking reckless, I am, I I can diffuse the situation in a second. As a matter of fact, the team of Cherie can re- remembers one instance where we were standing in line at a buffet and these people were dragging their pastor. And I diffused that situation because we was because we was getting aggravated. The, first of all, why are you talking about people that ain't there to defend themselves? If you can't, if they're not there to defend themselves, mama, watch your mouth. You wait till they're there. Say it, say it with your full chest in their face. So that at least okay. they can they can have a response or a rebuttal. Because mm. I feel like that's a punk move to gossip about somebody behind their back. You can't say it to their face. Baby, these old. <laughs> These old women was dragging. Do you hear me? If the pastor was there, he'd be tied by his ankle to the back of a pickup truck and they would have drug him on a slow procession through the dining hall. That's how they was dragging that man. We were like, good God almighty. If you don't like him, leave his church. Jesus. Easy got- solution. And so they would, but you could tell they were very, they were, their words were hostile. So you know they was pop-offs when they was younger. And so listen, listen. <laughs> I remember the team was getting like I was annoyed. The team was hot, so I just was like, oh, "They want to. They keep talking. They keep talking." I was like, "God is a good God." Do you know that these old ladies was like, "Yes, he is." I said, "See why you can't talk? How you talking right now? You don't know who's standing in line, lady." I can't stand you. That kind of stuff, though, but that kind of that kind of behavior unchecked ends up being chicks punching chicks in the face. When my daughter gets mad, my I got a five year old. She got a temple on her. I have to tell her, listen, baby, you got words. And before it go, before you start screaming and flinging and throwing, you have words. You have a vocabulary. Use mm-hmm. your words. And so I think providing young women with the tools, mm-hmm. providing young women with um, resources, giving them safe spaces to emote. 
because we champion being a bad B, even in children. We champion being the flyest girl. We champion having the longest hair. We champion having the, the flyest shape, even on little babies. I, I saw a girl on social media talking about her baby got, her, she had her baby in a thong. I ain't even going to talk about her baby got a booty. But we're not championing whole hearts and renewed spirits and whole and, and, and restored soul. We're not championing none of that. And I feel like a healthy soul is the foundation of effective communication. And a lot of these girls don't have healthy minds or souls. And so that's why they out here knucking and bucking. You stepped on my shoe. I'm like, miss, first of all, if you swing at me, I'm going to grab this little baby fist of yours and I'm going to squeeze it like a chew toy. And then I'm going to grab you and then I'm going to grab the other fist and I'm going to shake you while I speak in tongues until you get it together. <laughs> and then you want to be like, ma'am, them shoes was $14.99. Please have a seat. Have a seat. Write you a check for these shoes. You want to check? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, first of all, that ain't your shoes. You borrowed them. Like, stop it. But we're not going to talk about that. This is I, this is why I told y'all to get y'all band-aids. Because y'all think that I, I be cutting. This one right here? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't whole. Like, but and then the the worst part about it is you knock and they buck and now you mad because your eye black. Like, listen, <laughs> you you walk in the store and said, "Hey, excuse me, can I get a super size butt whooping?" And they put it in a bag and handed it to you, and then you was mad. Like, why you gave me this? Because that's what you asked for. Listen, I believe the evangelist, Andre 3000, said, don't pull them things out unless you plan to bang it. The problem is, (laughs) y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all underestimate people. Like, y'all, y'all just be looking at people and be like, I'm a... It's 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 the judging a book by its cover for me. Mm-hmm. It's the not understanding that you don't know this person's back history. It's the not realizing that this person has a story and a history outside of anything you could have met in these last five minutes. You could be looking into the eyes of a reformed assassin. They could touch one point on your neck and you could collapse like a bottle of like a bag of bricks on the floor. Like you don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to fight everybody. But for me, I feel like that, again, goes back to a wounded soul, not being heard, not being seen, not being validated. And so now every space you go in, you got to be the loudest one. Yeah, you're going. Rah, 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 rah. And I'm like, what is all of that for? Why are you and then maybe the first ones that want to call the police. Why are you call, call them, baby. I'm finna take off my belt. That's what I'm finna do. <laughs> you could you could take you could throw your fist if you want to. I'm going to pull this belt off and whoop you like you one of these kids. Go on that's ahead what school. they need. Because that's exactly what they need. Because I am they not need. 23. You was not finna hit me with a 23 year old. That's it. That'd be the problem sometimes with this good black that don't be cracking. Listen, don't let these dimples fool you, baby. These knees is Margaret. Listen, these dimples say Megan, but these knees say Margaret. I'm not finna fight you. (laughs) I'm finna grab you and shake you and spank you and call your mama. What's wrong with you? Be careful because nowadays the mamas ain't no better. Listen, me and mama will tussle. (laughs) Ha! Me and mama turn this bakery out. I'm a spank you, but me and mama turn this bakery out if you're not careful. <laughs> oh All right. God. I'm going to hop in these comments really quickly because you got people over here crying, rolling, laughing, and we're going to shift the tide a lot with this next segment. So I'm going to okay. just hop in these comments real quick. So. Our diamond sister Tiffany Matthias, also known as the Phoenix, says, That's right, show them that book. Listen, 
Oh wait, no. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let it wait. Let me let the book wave. It's gonna dance for you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Our queen pen said, "Let's go MVP." Who I already know how we do. VP, VP, press, press, VP. Let's see what else we got here. Yes, get Queen the book, y'all. Queen Pen also says, Kiara finna cut. And I am. Turn cut me it loose, up. baby, and it's a party. Turn me loose, and it's a party. Every time. <laughs> All day, every day. Our diamond sister, Daisha, dropping some diamonds, showing us some love. That's right. For all of y'all that are watching right now, if you have not done so already, be sure to share this live with your friends. Drop it on your Facebook. Share it in your text message, in your group chat. In your, well, I don't know if you want to put it in your church group, but in your friend group chat. Drop the link. My <laughs> in church friends all your, your group chats and tell them, come on over. Your fellow podcaster friends, tell them. So drop it. Make sure they come in because we just getting started. This, this, this. This show, mm, okay. My church friends already know how I am, so they understand. All what I got is K. <laughs> That's all I got today. Uh oh, the team said God is a good God. Listen, they it was listen. hilarious. They was there. They was they tightened up so quick, and it was like, mm. All right, y'all. So, what happened to this next topic? This is it's a little spicy one for me. Okay. Double standards have double consequences. Mm -hmm. So, too often we see or we hear news reports, Instagram posts, we see videos of women just freely, unequivocally putting their hands on men. But the minute something comes out that a man put his hands on a woman, <clears throat> we gotta cancel him. We gotta write him off, irregardless of the circumstance. We just he's the this, he gotta go to jail, he gotta go. And this double standard is creating a problem. Now, I want to give a disclaimer. We are not under any circumstances, do we? Anyone on this show, anyone a part of the organization, condone domestic violence. At all. I am not talking about that. I am not talking about women who just get beat for no reason, who get abused and dragged. I am not talking about <clears throat> that. Okay? So please understand, I am. we're not condoning it. We are not approving it. We are not standing by domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. Right. What I am talking about is this misconceived notion that we have taught our young girls from childhood all the way up that a boy should never hit them. Mm -hmm. You should never let you should never let a boy hit you, never let a man put his hands on you. Mm -hmm. But we are not teaching our young girls to not put their hands on boys and young men. Mm -hmm. We are letting them feel like and know that it's okay for you to do whatever you want to do to a boy and he is not supposed to respond or react. Mm -hmm. And with this now, we are creating these women who feel like they have obligations, rights, and privileges to conduct themselves in any way, shape, or form 
do whatever they want to do to the men in their lives, whether it be boys, their sons, boyfriends, husbands, they can do whatever they want to do with zero consequences. Mm -hmm. And we got to stop that. I remember growing up, my father, you know, after I got of you know teenage age and getting ready to date and stuff, my father said to me, listen, anything happens, you come let me know. He said, any man, any boy put their hands on you, they got to end, it's going down. He also then continued that statement and said, however, if you yourself feel big, bad, and bold enough to want to put your hands on a boy or man, be prepared to get hit back. Now, if they hit you back, I'm going to go kill them. (laughs) But I want you to understand that if you feel that you are big, bad, and tough enough to raise your hand and hit another person, man or not, be prepared to get hit back. And so for me, it's always been in my mind that if I ever got in a position where I felt like I was going to raise my hand and hit a man, I was ready to fight. Uh-huh. Like I did that with knowing that when I do this, uh-huh. I very well might get hit back. Uh-huh. But that's not the growing consensus. And then you have women that do this and you they punching the man in the face, kicking him, slapping him, throwing stuff, all this other stuff. And in his natural human reaction, defends himself. And now he goes to jail or yeah. he's labeled an abuser yeah. or he's labeled, you know, all of these things. He's getting, you know, fired, going to jail, getting endorsed. All of this stuff is happening. But I'm like, he didn't just wake up. And she blacked his eye, bust his lip, scratched mm-hmm. his face. Mm-hmm. So he was just supposed to stand there and go, okay. Yeah. Just yeah. because he, she's a female. Yeah. Something's wrong with this. Du- something's wrong with this double standard. This idea is something's wrong with this. Mm-hmm. And then you have these young girls now who think it's okay, who think that fighting in their relationships is okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> well, here's my two cents. First, again, I have to echo the sentiments of of Mel and the entire diamond, the entire diamond, uh, the entire hustle. I'm sorry, the entire hustle and shine conglomerate. That says that says we do not condone domestic violence of any kind. We are not endorsing men who willfully beat on women because of the mismanagement of their emotions, lack of social training, lack of emotional intelligence, and lack of self-control. We're not talking about those things there. What we are discussing <clears throat> is women who equate themselves physically with men and in a means in a means to assert power. Here's the thing. I think there's so much to be said about a woman who can curtail her emotions when a man is talking out. Well, let me, because I'm, I'm putting the cart before the horse. Let's double back. Hmm. When we're talking about women putting their hands on men, the woman putting her hands on the man is not the first instance of dishonor and disrespect. Hmm. The dishonor and disrespect came in her words before it came in her hands, right? And so I need the men to be responsible enough to not trust a big butt and a smile. Just because she cute and she stacked up like you like her, does not obscure, does not abscond her of being responsible with her words to you because she, before she punched you in your face with her fist, she punched you in your mouth with her words and you let her. And you let I her. wish I, I wish I could throw a shoe through the phone, through the screen. You let that woman disrespect you. 
You let her say horrible things to you. You let her talk out the side of your neck at you. You let her disrespect you in front of your friends. You let her call you a little bee. You let her emasculate you. You let her and you let it slide because she got that. Th she got 36 inches of Brazilian yaki that slapped the top of her butt every time she walked <laughs> by you. So you let that slide. Mm. But I need you to value yourself more than you value your accoutrements. Because at that point, she's not even, you're, you're not treating her as a partner because partners see fit to meet, partners meet eye to eye. Partners walk as equals. She's just an accessory. She make you look good. That's why you tolerate what she do. Mm. We do that with animals. We don't do that with people. People in relationships communicate. My son, who is seven years old, is highly emotionally intelligent. One, because I've trained him to be that way. <clears throat> Two, because I want I want him to know what it's like to be treated respectfully. I never yell at my son. I do not curse at my son. I don't call him names. I don't call him stupid or dummy. Or I don't curse and say horrible things to him. Why? Because I don't want that to be the framework or the baseline for what he thinks womanhood is or how women should treat him. I mm -hmm. wish I would see a woman talking crazy to my son. Baby, I will... Maybe I'll pluck your eyebrows out hair by hair. You're not going to talk crazy to my baby. I don't care if I'm 85 with arthritis in my right hand with the two good fingers on that hand. I'm going to pluck, 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 pluck. You're going to watch your mouth at my son. Moreover, I teach his sisters how to speak to him too because y'all need to learn how to speak to men. I come from a family where the women don't honor men. They are not honorable to men. But that's not my testimony. And I'm not, I, somebody got to break the cycle and it's finna be mm -hmm. me. I don't care what that look like. It's finna be me. And so I have to, I teach my son what it, what is, what it should, how women should talk to him. And so in instances where I may raise my voice a little, or I'll test him, I'll test him and talk hard at him. So for the most part, I'm, you know, I'm like, Hey Bubba, that's his nickname, my nickname for him. Hey Bubba, da, 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 hey Bubba, do this. Hey Bubba, no, I don't think that's right, Bubba. Bubba, you're not operating in, in honesty. Or Bubba, you're not operating in integrity. Or Bubba, you're not operating in respect. There's a couple times when I'm, I'd be like, hey yo, hey yo, 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 what you doing right now? And I start talking. He's like, whoa, mama, you talking to me hard. He'll stop, mama, you talking to me hard. Mm. And I'll be like, am I? He's like, yes, that's not how you talk to me. Now he's seven, so he knows enough to advocate for himself. To be like, mom, that's not how you're supposed to talk to me. Mm. And I need so when you see when you see a man that is willfully being disrespected by a woman, absolutely. When that I, I use the Brooklyn tone just to see if he gonna if he gonna say something about it because I need him to be able to advocate for himself. I ain't gonna always be here. You need to be able to advocate yourself in my advocate for yourself in my absence. Now, if they hurt you past the advocate for me, you advocating for yourself, then it's a different ball game. I'm on the phone and it's different. <laughs> It ain't got different. You just move out of the way because it's different now. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my, um, when it comes to my, I, 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 when it comes to me, you know, talking about how I took, like training my son how to be talked to, training my daughters how to talk to a boy and to a man, I never want my, I never want him to see me talk. And I don't talk to any man, even his father, who works my last black nerve, but I don't even talk to him <laughs> crazy. Not in front of my kids. My kids will never see me dishonor a man, even one that's been dishonorable to me. Mm. Because I'm not about to show my children the unseemly parts of me. Now, they're, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be vulnerable with them. But you'll never see me dishonor a man. When I see a man who is willfully dishonored by a woman, it tells me that his relationship with his mama is off kilter. 
Mm. Talk to him greasy. His mama talked to him crazy. His aunties talked to him wild. His sisters talked to him weird. And so when I see a man and he and, and I see this and I see a, I see this kind of disrespectful tone. Well, first, let's stop dating people we haven't seen through a couple seasons. Let's start. Let's start Not dating. a couple. I'm, you need to see them in all four seasons. I need to see you through a couple seasons, right? Like we can be friends. We can be cool. I need to see you first before I say, yes, you're going to be my bae and let you into my space. I need to see you through a couple seasons. I need to see primarily how you and your mama interact. Are you and your mama crazy? Do your mama talk wild to you? Are you and your mama like husband son situation? Are you your mother's husband son? Like I need to see all of that before <laughs> I say you're going to be my boo. Facts. I need to see what the communication looks like. And then I'm asking questions. Who are the last three people you told I love you to? When's the last time you spoke to your mother? When was the last three conversations you had with your mother? One, I need to see what your relationship is like with your mother. And two, I need to see how deep that relationship goes. If you don't have a good relationship with your mother, you can't fake that. They, they you can't, I'm oh, okay, my, should I slow down? They not, you can't fake that. Team has told me to slow down. You can't fake that kind of relationship though. Like you can't pretend that you have a relationship with your mother that you don't have. And so when I see men being disrespected, it makes me think, Oh, you don't have a good relationship with your mother or your mother talks to you wild and then she's made that the pattern of be able to talk to you wild and crazy and so you think that that's normal you think that level of and when you see men who, whose mothers talk to them wild know that they are always at the center of a dysfunctional relationship platonic or romantic they're always at the center of dysfunctional relationships mm -hmm. now to the women listen sis I don't care if you bench 355 pounds on one leg. I don't care if you can throw Yokozuna from one hand to the other like an orange. You're not a man. You are not a man. I need you to raise your right hand. Put it in between your legs. That There's no penis there. You're not a man. So you cannot fight men. If you are angry enough with a man to fight him, one of two things is the issue. Either you no longer respect that man and should evaluate whether you should still be in that relationship or you have not communicated your emotions and this is the boiling over of other residual things that you have yet to address with this man that you are furious with right now either way you need to sit yourself down somewhere and figure out what's going on with you before you or put three on any man or three you got some stuff in the back of you that you ain't worked out yet that you need to figure out you might you swinging on him thinking that he you swinging at him trying to swing at your daddy who not even hearing him like Listen. you might need to dig back in what's happening in you to what makes you feel like you want to buck up and jump up in this, or that you have the right or audacity to do so to not to him or anybody. So you might need to check whatever self-esteem questionable issues that you got boiling down in yourself. Absolutely. And get that together. Because the sad part is <laughs> whatever you ain't fixed in you that's 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 scrambled and messed away, <laughs> messed around and and and, and shifted, mm -hmm. you gonna buck up and hit the wrong man. And he gonna knock all them parts back into place for you. <laughs> some men are so chem. Some men are very chemically imbalanced, baby. Some men are very easily triggered. Some men are struggling with PTSD because their mamas was horrible to them. Remember that he movie Antoine Fisher? Antoine Fisher's entire life was him being triggered by this woman who was supposed to be his caregiver in a way that made him violent to all people. He was mm -hmm. violent to everybody. Because the one woman who was supposed to care for him and love him was violently abusive to him, viciously abusive to him. And then she had a daughter who was sexually abusive to him. Yeah. 
You see what happens when men are not emotionally stable? Here's my thing. I've only in my whole entire life been hit by one male. I was 16. He was my boyfriend. He punched me in the shoulder and he called me a name that I will not repeat on this podcast. I cocked back into 1981 and was like, Mink! He flew off the computer chair. And he never put his hands on me again. I don't play about them. When I used to date a boy, his mother, uh, a boy, a half boy, half Puerto Rican, half black. His mother used to, his mother's Puerto Rican. She'd be like, no way, mano. That means don't play with the hands. Don't play with the hands. You're not prepared for where this game can go. You're not. And the problem is it doesn't take an unstable man or man is not healed. What it's going to take is you taking it too far mm-hmm. because everybody had, everybody has a breaking point. Absolutely. Everybody can get pushed beyond and they can try and diffuse. And I, I hate the fact that they always say, you know, well, you're the man. You have to diffuse and you have to. And, and I'm like, but but by how much? Like, how many hits do I take? How much violence do I sub, do I endure? How much do I succumb to before I'm a, before it's OK for me to respond? Like yeah. how much? Because women, on the other hand, if you get up in his face and his breath brush your cheek too hard and you call the police, it's like, you know what I'm saying? He don't, you know, there's no room for right ever. <laughs> I know it's, a couple right now. There's nothing. But his double standard says mm-hmm. you can go from A to Z 62 mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And if he go from big A to little A, mm-hmm. he ain't even made it to B. He just went big mm-hmm. A, little A. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, this, yeah. we got to stop this double standard because we are, one, setting our men up for failure. Yeah. We, are, we are, one, setting up our men to be broken, defeated, yeah. diminished, demoralized, dehumanized. We are setting them up because we are telling them, you don't matter enough to be respected. Yeah. And when somebody disrespects you because they have a vagina, it's okay. Yeah. Not only that... <clears throat> It's a perpetuation of a myth that has been long running in our communities and that men are not emotional and women are. Mm. It denies men the ability to be human. It denies men the ability to emote. A man can't cry. A man can't feel. A man can't show that he has emotion in any way because he's been painted to be this emotionless machine, this emotionless ogre, this emotionless, you know, like he doesn't feel, he's not allowed to have feelings. Your words are not allowed to, he's not allowed to feel hurt by your words. That's not how I'm raising my son. I remember making a post one time that said, I'm raising a son who someone, who I'm raising a son who someone else's daughter will thank me for, mm. not curse me for. Mm. So he will be emotionally intelligent. He will be mentally healthy. I will not talk down to him. I will show him what it looks like to exemplify biblical manhood in as much as I can and then employ resources where I can't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of times we just don't allow men to be emotional. We don't allow men to emote. There's, you know, people joke about Erica Badu. They say she got pixie dust in her joint or she be turning these men out or she makes these men change gods. The only thing Erica Badu does that a lot of other women doesn't don't do is listen and be a safe space. Mm -hmm. She listens to men and she's a safe space for them to be themselves. She never questions them about being themselves. She never makes them feel funny about being themselves. Even if themselves is not 
typical black or typical whatever demographic or genre they're supposed to be fitting into. Mm -hmm. She allows people the freedom of being whatever they present themselves to be and the freedom mm -hmm. to evolve and whatever they feel is necessary on their journey. And then she's, and, and it's a safe place. I, I, I know dudes who are like killers, right? Like drug dealers, killers, thieves, and they have cried on my shoulder, like bona fide tears drenched on my shirt. Not because I made them cry, but because they needed a safe place to emote, they needed a safe place to fall, and I let and I and I availed myself mm -hmm. so that they could cry and emote and not go out into the world and flip a bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the problem. We we want society wants men to be emotionally intelligent, and emotionally ready. But emotionless but, simultaneously. Right. But we it's like we want you to be emo we want you to have emotion when we want you to have emotion. But when your emotion doesn't fit or feed our agenda, now it's like put that back in the box. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work. And you don't get to pick and choose what emotion he gets to feel. Well, I want you to express your sensitive emotions and your caring and your love emotions, mm -hmm. but that's it. You can't no. They all step, they're all emotions. They're all triggered from the same part of your brain. That's where your emotions are centered. You can't, you can't dissect, isolate, and 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 you know, control or delete, click one, which Talk. emotions you want to use when and where they're convenient to you. It doesn't work. Talk. Mm -hmm. If you want an emotionless man, then he's gonna be emotionless. Period. That means you're not gonna get the affection, you're not gonna get the hugs and the loves and the kisses, you're not gonna get no you're not gonna get nothing. But if you want a man that has emotions, then guess what? He has feelings and they're going to come out. So when you open your hand and slap that man in the face or you punch that man in the eye or you scratch that man or whatever, guess what? He His human, natural human emotions are going to take over and you're going to get what any human being mm -hmm. would get in response, mm -hmm. male, female, or otherwise. And we need to stop making that, we need to stop giving that exception or exemption to the fact that my emotions have to be different based on the person that's standing in front of me. No, yeah. my feelings and my emotions are what they are because they're mine. And you don't get to depict which ones I emote when I need to. Am I wrong for saying that's a residual of white supremacy? Absolutely not. Okay, because I think it is. Um, also, I just, for me, I I tell my son, when they, when they're a girl, if, they, if a girl ever hits him, baby, don't put your hands on nobody's daughter. You have two sisters and a mama. You never have to put your hands on nobody, daughter. Call me. I will be there in seconds. <laughs> Trust me. Absolutely. You but ain't got should, to hit no girl. You know what? But that shouldn't be That shouldn't even be needed. Yeah. It shouldn't be if, you know, clearly, I don't I don't teach my nephews and, 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 you know, my little cousins as men to put their hands on women. But I definitely do let them know you are not somebody's punching bag. At all. And if you with a female or not, whatever, whether you with a female, you out and a female, and she put her hands on you, don't cut back and punch her because your punch might knock her out. But grab her and shake the hell up out of her mm -hmm. and tell her, keep her hands to herself because chances are she's done this before and nobody, nobody scared her. Mm -hmm. Nobody, she, she, nobody's shocked her to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that next time. It started with her words though. It started with her words. This is not even just females in relationships. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. You get females that are out in the club or out in public and, and, and get into an argument or a debate with a man that they don't know. Mm -hmm. And because society has told them he's not supposed to hit you back, 
you now have given them free range to feel like I could do whatever I want because he can't do nothing back. And that is a sad, sad tale to teach women that it is okay to do whatever you want without consequences. But then to say men are limited in what they can do because they will face consequences. That's what gets me in trouble because I be in people business because I hear you out in the street cussing and fussing at a child or cussing and fussing at a man. And I'm like, hey, yo, who you talking to? Who you talking to? You talking to this baby like that? No, you're not talking to this baby like that. My job is no, I am. I am. This is my business. And this is a child. This is a child. This is a child. You're not going to talk to a, a boy child crazy. Now, if I see a man and a woman, usually I jump in the middle and I say, sir, she is clearly not of sound mind and body. I need you to walk away so that you you make it out of you you can make it out of the situation out of without a pair of silver bracelets. Just go on and walk away. I need you to walk away. I, just just act like you don't hear her. If sis reaches over me, I'm stronger than you. Now, as it pertains to one, I'm nine times out of ten, sis, I'm stronger than you. I will strong arm the hell out you <laughs> at this club. Stay on this side of my arm, please and thank you. You you hit you heard that? You see how it don't move? Stay on this side of my arm, sis. Please. I pre I love you enough not to flip you over. So just stay here. Let that man walk away because you don't know what that man mm-hmm. is going through or has been through. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't, you can't do that to men. You just can't yeah. do that to men and, and expect of what- them to be. And here's the crazy part. And I'm gonna let you speak. No, go ahead. Y'all don't want emotional men, but y'all want good lovers. So you want an, a non-emotional man to be good in bed. Baby, did they not teach you that emotionally in tune men are the best lovers? You just you just want to be piped down from the back, facing the pillow. That's what you want. <laughs> you don't you don't want to be made love to. You just want to push your head in the pillow, drill you out real fast, do what you got to do, and, and pull out. You don't want a love making session. Emotional men do that. Emotional men know how to make love because they pay attention to they pay attention to body cues, so they know how to please. Y'all out here just wanting to be dug out like construction workers with these men who have no emotions. I, I don't, I don't, okay. Yes, sir. I mean, you like it, I love it, sis. Huh? I don't know. The sad part is some of these women haven't figured out their emotional intelligence yet. So, but, but have the audacity to be out here demanding it. Ma'am, figure out your emotional intelligence. Because if you had your emotional intelligence together, you wouldn't be slapping, punching, and kicking this man because he, because he wanted to go out. And then... What makes it worse, and like to add to this, 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 this con- these double consequences now, because you told women that they can do this without flaw or consequence behind it. Mm-hmm. When the man says, "I had enough, I'm walking away from this," you running behind this man to continue to put your hands on him. But yet he left. He walked away. You follow him to continue to put your hands on him. So now if he turn around and give you a back smack, he's wrong? Brothers, listen. If you are ever, let listen to me. Whoever, Whatever brother's watching this, son, brother, uncle, cousin, granddaddy, zaddy, whoever you are. Anybody who was born male with a principle, okay? Listen to me. If you are ever in a situation with a woman and she is fighting you and she puts her hands on you, don't leave. Call your female friends. If you don't have any female friends, call your sisters. Call some women. The women have to escort you out of the apartment. And here's why I say that. 
You remember when that woman found out that her husband, that her man was pl- was 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 actually secretly gay and was sleeping with somebody at his job, and the man tried to get up and walk away, and she killed him on a Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Don't just walk out, cause some women are so unstable, mm. so unstable that she'll blow your the back of your head open, cause you're walking away, cause you're not giving her the emotion that she, exactly. cause she's so steeped in dysfunction. And she wants you to feed into that dysfunctional machine and you won't. And now she rated, she rated off you. I would call my sisters immediately. If I was a man, you wilding. Boop, 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 boop. Ayo, sisters, whatever my sister's name is, Shantae, Sheree, Chantel, whoever. All my sisters. All get, get, pull get, 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 you and your homegirls pull up. Y'all got 10 minutes. I'm going to sit here right here in this house. She better not touch me. Every time she touch me, I'm going to keep pushing her away. I feel like she's about to shoot me, though. I feel like she's going to do me some harm. <laughs> Y'all might not see me tomorrow, so come quickly. And I'm going to keep moving her away. Yeah. Stay on the phone. I'm going to stay on the phone till you get here because she's trying to harm me. Because it's come to that. Yeah. It's come to that. And then the sad part is I've gotten, like, again, with this double standard, double consequence. If a man puts his hands on a woman, the first thing we t- call the police, he got to go to jail. But then if a woman is putting her hands on a man and he called the police, we call him a punk. Nah, call the or police. Or he's soft. Nah, call the police. Well, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, she, she, so, so because he's a man, she doesn't deserve to suffer consequences? How? I had a friend. How? His wife put, this is years ago. She told the story, actually. She put her hands on him. They arguing. She cussing and screaming and carrying on. She put her hands on him. That man called the cops. And them cops picked her up and caught her tail right off to jail. A to the men. <laughs> and no, I believe I believe that you should suffer consequences. Because here's my thing. As a woman, and I just had this conversation with a group of young girls um, at my church, younger women at my church. There's a way to tell a man you are unhappy or dissatisfied without even raising your voice at that man. There's a way for a man to tell a woman he is angry or frustrated or dissatisfied without even having an issue. Because one of the brothers was like, nah, because these women get out of pocket and I got to put them in their place. And I said, what does that look like? When you put these women in their place, what does that look like? Nah, because I got to say, I said, sir, you could you could tell a woman that you are not going to condone this kind of behavior without having to put her in her place. You could simply say, we don't have the kind of relationship that we talk to each other that way. And until cooler heads prevail and we maintain the continuity of the relationship we established, we're not having this conversation right now. What's she going to say? First of all, it's going to take her a good 10 to 15 minutes. to <laughs> be sick. Listen, because here's the thing. Because if you got a female that's acting like that, when you drop that <laughs> on Sister, she don't have no TV. SAT words. <laughs> Said y'all hood girl, they got no SAT words. <laughs> she said y'all hot Cheeto chicks ain't got no SAT words. She said your vocabulary is lacking. Listen, because guess what? If you like, if you if you if you were smart enough and took enough time to educate oh yourself God. to have the knowledge to to be able to process a statement like that, you wouldn't be acting like that in the first place. So clearly, there's yeah. a disconnect in your intellect. Yeah. 
Yeah. That you don't know how to articulate your feelings without using your hands. Therapy. Because I'm because the only people that get a pass to articulate emotions <laughs> with their hands are the deaf. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, us New Yorkers, we talk like this. Okay. Absolutely, all day. Well, guess what? No, Our hands are over here. <laughs> right. They're they're close to my body. They're yeah. with they're okay. within my quarantine space. <laughs> We're not in church. I don't have to place hands on you. Right. For you to feel what's going right. through me. Right. Yeah, but I think I think a lot of that. So so in terms of like in, in terms of there's so many layers to this, right? So there's the um, there's the, how were you brought up? Who, who showed you love? Have you seen any healthy depictions of love? Have you seen what, what healthy love looks like? Cause healthy love isn't always agreeing, but healthy love is certainly not always fighting. And then the leveled claps. That's true. New Yorkers clap a lot. <laughs> Yo, my pastor's from New York and he be talking like this in his sermon. You're not slurs. Anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but there's also, there's not only the, there's not only the, what have you seen, but there's also how he like like what are you how are you progressing towards your healing and when you get out of a relationship are you even taking enough time to heal from this relationship before you jump into another one are you so afraid of being by yourself that you would jump your unhealthy self into a relationship with a healed person and then damage them too so there's there's that part there's there's you're so unhealed you can't even stand yourself so you won't be by yourself long enough in a breakup to heal fully so that you can be healthy for the next person that you date, like what? misery loves company. So yeah, I'm except they're not miserable. You make them miserable when they no, get there. About them. They you smoking yeah. your hurt, your whatever. So because you're in this, rather than getting yourself great and then coming to find somebody that's equal, you mm. gonna sit here and bring somebody down on your level so y'all could be down here broke, unhappy, miserable together, mm. raising broke, unhappy, miserable children who grow up to be broke, unhappy, miserable adults, and the cycle that's continues. Sad. Yikes. Why? And so now he got a busted lip, you got a black eye, and y'all over here looking like a domestic violence commercial. Mm -mm. If you Mm. feel safe, call someone. Mm -mm. And 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 the sad part is because of this, it takes away from the women who are actually being domestically abused. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are taking away this attention because now you done jumped on this man, beat him, punched him, kicked him, da 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 da, and he mm-hmm. swung his hand and back smacked you to get him off you. Now, now you want to now you want to claim or call domestic violence, and now you're ta- and then when it comes out to be in fact that you were the aggressor mm-hmm. in the situation, now the next woman that calls the police because she's actually getting her face beat in, mm-hmm. they take a little longer to get there. Yeah. 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 We gotta stop playing. We gotta stop playing victim. Yeah. yeah. That's not that's not that's not a play. That's not a put that's not a dress up. That's not a that's not a Halloween costume. You don't put on victim today because you just went. That's not what that is. That's a real situation. And we gotta stop playing victim. You gotta stop provoke. 
You have to stop provoking someone into putting mm-hmm. him in a position to be the victim. I think that's even deeper than victim. I think that's entitlement. You feel like you're entitled to that person in a way that that gives you access to their body in any way you see fit. As if that person still doesn't have autonomy to tell you how you can address their body. You can't put your hands in a violent way on my body. And I have autonomy over my body so I can tell you how you should touch my body. But when you feel entitled to this person, when you feel like you own this person, when you feel like this person belongs to you, you put your hands on them. You 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 talk to them. You address them in certain ways, which just proves that proves that we're horrible owners a lot of the times. Because if you you should you would you would think most people treat something they own with with respect and with honor and with it's giving Right, it's giving strong slave massive vibes. Real massive vibes. And we got we got to cut it. We have to start holding. And this, this a lot of people. There's a lot of people that's not gonna agree with me. And I'm sorry. I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to help you heal, grow, and be better. So we have to stop only making men face consequences for their actions. Mm-hmm. Women need to be held accountable mm-hmm. for your actions. Mm-hmm. You got slapped. Not okay. What did you do that caused you to get slapped? Could it be that you punched him 14 times? Mm. Could it be that you kicked that man? Could it be that you threw a pot and hit him in the head? I mean, like, Could that be why you, you there? got slapped? <laughs> if you're that angry, why are you there? If you're angry enough to throw a pot... Why are you here? We gotta get, we gotta get like emotions. We gotta get that, that anger man. We gotta get that. Sleep, in check. Sis. But again, it's and here's the thing, and I don't think it has. It doesn't even have to do with the level of being that mad. I think it's because we have told them you can do this without consequence. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly believe mm-hmm. if we stressed and enforced more that mm-hmm. women got arrested for abuse and domestic violence towards men, you'd have a lot of women less likely to be so quick to put their hands on a man. And also, if we said it was okay in self-defense for a man to defend himself against a woman, a lot of women would be like, you know what? If I hit him first and he hit me back, he's not going to get in trouble. I, let me think about this first. Yeah, It's being done because there's no consequence. So like the standard has created these double consequences because now you have women out here reckless doing whatever they feel like and then it translates into regular life because now you feel like I can do whatever I want I can be because there's no consequences and now you teach your you're teaching your children this now. So now, because you're putting your hands on a man, you're not teaching your son that it's okay for a woman to put his hands on him, and you're teaching your daughters it's okay for them to put their hands on women. So now you've got this double consequence of society where men are now dehumanized and degraded because you're telling me that I am not worthy enough to not be beat on. And I'm not human enough to be able to defend myself. It's so, I just don't understand. I, I personally, it's lost on me, not lost on me in that I don't understand that that it happens or that it's a th- real thing. I just don't understand why. 
And it could just be because I'm I'm older now. Like I'm older. But even when I was younger, I wasn't fighting. Like I wasn't fighting dudes I was dating. I may have been fighting my brothers, and they even that wasn't like aggressive. It was like, oh, we it's it's right. you know we hanging out on a Saturday. We finna wrestle. Oh, I'm the skinny one, so you gonna try to throw me? I was the skinny one, so you gonna try <laughs> to throw me around? So I'm gonna just mop, mop you real quick. Don't let these bones fool you. I will mop you. Like don't stop treating me like I'm small. But in terms of somebody I'm romantically involved with. Any man who's ever dated me, their biggest complaint about me is that when I go cold, I go cold. Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing. I'm not fighting. If we've, if I've attempted to address this specific issue on several occasions, and there is no, there is no um, quantitative, quantitative change in this particular issue, I'm done. D-O-N-E. I'm not yell and scream. You will come home one day and my drawer in your dresser is going to be empty. That's it. <laughs> and you will be and I, I'm gone. I done changed my number. And the key players in my life have the new number. I'm not even blocking you because I don't want you to find a way to call me. You don't even got my new number, player. Like, I've changed my number as I was emptying my drawer. Your keys <laughs> are in the glass on the kitchen table. I told your roommate to lock up. Like I'm the, like I'm not arguing. Listen, and it, yeah, or nah, hitting, hitting, girl. We, hitting? We, it's so many things. It's so many layers to this. We'll be in here for that because I we, we ain't got a lot of time, but I gotta talk. Cause when that whole Chris Brown Rihanna thing happened, I was probably one of the few people that was like. Hmm. I was probably one of the few people that was like, now, I don't condone, again, domestic violence. But I was like, all right, right. these kids is like, they 18, 19 years old. She West Indian. As West Indian. (laughs) Nope, because listen, as a West Indian, I already know. I'm like, his phone rang, some chick called, Y'all in the car, he didn't answer. I already know what happened. I actually heard that it was deeper than that. I heard that it wasn't actually a, it actually wasn't a Chris Brown thing. It was, it was a Chris reacting to something that had happened type situation. But yeah, but I mean, that whole thing, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I already know that that went into like, who's on your phone? Why you not answering? Answer your phone. Who did it do? And we in the tight confines of this tight confines of this Lamborghini. You mm-hmm. all in. I already know Rihanna slapped that man in the face about six times. Mm-hmm. She done punched tension. Now that does I'm not condoning mm-hmm. his response. But what I'm saying is we went through this whole big ordeal of what happened and how she looked. One, sorry, she light skinned. If he'd have blew on her too hard, she was gonna look beat up. That's just <laughs> real us light skinned chicks, we bruise easy. That's just what it is. But I mean, I'm like. He didn't just get in the car and be like, you know what? Bop. Something yeah. ensued in there. Yeah. And it was like nobody was like, well, she put it. Because even he was like, well, she hit me. She was punching me. Mm-hmm. Now, when he responded, did he maybe go overboard? Yeah. Absolutely. But again, yeah. you how much, how many times do you push and push? Like you said, everybody got a breaking point. Yeah. You keep pushing. You keep, you keep water on fire. It's going to boil. And mm-hmm. if you leave it on the fire, eventually it's going to boil over. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So yeah. 
did he did it was his reaction maybe over the top yeah absolutely but does that mean that he was not triggered to that response yeah and then like to be petty i'm sorry if you throw the keys to my four hundred thousand dollar car in the ditch in the grass in the dark i might want to choke you too but let me not make jokes about that but i'm just saying my point is these are two young young kids they were kids they weren't adults yeah they were two young kids in the situation yeah and it was like he lost so much and berated so much in that but nobody's nobody at one point said you know what rihanna what he did to you was wrong but you putting your hands on that man was wrong too we never addressed that part of it we are quick to chastise and scold the male for his response Mm -hmm. to something and again i'm not talking about men who just beat women just because i'm talking about a man that has hit a woman (laughs) in response to being we never we never chastise we we chastise the man and scold the man for responding Mm -hmm. but we never we never ever ever chastise them or talk to or scold the woman for yeah. her actions yeah that goes back to my whole that goes back to my whole like how emotionally healthy are you because see the thing is i don't think i i personally don't think they should have been together because neither of them were emotionally healthy enough for the relationship that they were embarking on because later on we find that rihanna starts I mean, she start running through the industry and Chris ends up hitting somebody else, right? And so neither of them were emotionally healthy or whole to begin with. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the industry with much with more money and more access and more, 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 more of it. And they are children in the entertainment industry. And so I, I, the fact that we've held that it's the fact that we've held that initial instance over Chris's head. Now he has gotten into certain situations where he is indeed at fault. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about those issues of this particular situation where he more than likely wasn't the instigator or initiator of this fight. Right. Mm-hmm. I think again, it just goes back to my, my initial, my initial thought that I just don't think that emotional health is championed enough, especially not in entertainment circles, mm-hmm. especially not in the entertainment industry. They benefit on your brokenness. Look how many depressed albums Mary put out. Look how much money they made off of Mary's depression. And let let us be clear. Off of black. Oh, be, oh, keep it a stack. Well, no, because Kurt Cobain ended up taking his own life. They they made money off that off depression off that man until he yes. smoked his life away, right? Clearly. But it's but, more black. The, 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 the proportion is definitely absolutely imbalanced. It's much more black trauma that is monetized than there is white trauma that is monetized. Yeah. Um, but I just think he was already not safe. And he had already seen the example of how to handle conflict because he watched his own mama get the big brakes beat off her. Mm-hmm. So he has this framework. No one's addressing what he's already seen. Mm-hmm. And then Rihanna, who's mo- who grew up in a single parent household with a mother who probably got a mouth like hers, they don't. Uh, no, nobody is addressing the mental health because as mm-hmm. you are, you are a commodity. You, a healed you might not be the same commodity. So we don't benefit from a healed you. We benefit from the broken you, and so we leave you broken. 
We thrive um, on the ratchet, the hood. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, thrive, we, we thrive on that. And unfortunately, that's what's force fed. And that's why, you know, and that and that's <laughs> and that's why that's why this is condoned. Because mm -hmm. the more you get to see these women act like this and be like this, it's more you get to condone this ratchet mm -hmm. and make and 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 proclaim that this behavior is acceptable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just it, it I I've I would in instances where I've seen men and women about to fight, I've been like, hey, guys, not here. When I first got to Atlanta, for a brief stint, I was in an extended stay hotel. And I remember there was a couple next to me. They were fighting every night. First of all, I don't even understand how they were dating because no, they didn't speak the same language. It was a black girl from like Bankhead and a legitimate Mexican man who spoke maybe three words of English. So one, how did y'all even get together? There's a huge language barrier. So how do y'all communicate? Outside of the bedroom, how do y'all communicate? And then y'all go from fighting to sleeping together and then back to fighting again. One day they was, I mean, when I tell you they was fighting, it was from the window to the wall. They was, I heard glass hitting the wall. It was wild. I put on my slippers because now it's Brooklyn time. I'm like, gong, 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 gong. They open that door. She's sitting on the toilet with no clothes on. I don't even know what Sam was happening. He's sitting there with no, he's sitting there in his drawers. They are naked. The room is a toe down. I said, what is wrong with y'all? She's like, no, we're fine. I said, you're not fine. I didn't heard three vases hit the wall. You screaming and crying. He cussing in Spanish. You don't understand him and I understand him and you are his woman. So what is the problem? If y'all can't get along, you need to get out. And I'm going to stand here until one of y'all gets dressed and figure out who's leaving. Because it's my problem now. You, have, you next door to me and it's my problem. One of y'all going to get dressed and get out immediately. Yeah, I'm in your business. You going to move me? You not. Somebody need to get dressed and get out. Because this is not, this is mad dysfunctional. My daughter hears y'all fighting and carrying on. I'm next door with my kid. She hears y'all throwing glass and fighting. And she thinks this is a regular relationship. It's not. So now I got to explain to her, yo, that's not normal. What you see is not normal. That is not regular, healthy relationships. I will jump in the middle of any kind of demonstrative fight situation. Unless dude got a gat or sis got a gat, I'm in the middle. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Are we animals? Are you cats and dogs? Are you goats and sheep? Are you bloods and crips? What is wrong with you? Like, did I jump on Noah's Ark? Like, I don't what understand. What is wrong with you? Are y'all both human? You both speak English, right? Y'all speak the same language? So there's no language barrier. Why y'all can't talk? What's wrong with you? Use your words. Did you graduate from the sixth grade? Then that means you at least have a sixth grader's vocabulary. Use your words. Yo, that's not normal. That's right. It's very Brooklyn. That's not normal. Yo, I feel bad because we didn't even get to jump in these comments. They've been going in. I appreciate y'all for showing us so much love. We would definitely make sure we respond and go online and respond to the comments. But I mean, there was a key comment made and it said, you know, we got to stop condoning our friends' behavior. Like, we need to hold our sister's friends accountable. Exactly. Like, stop telling your, your girlfriend it's okay to put her hands on that man. Stop oh, telling her it's okay to to or stop stop being the friend that's like oh yeah sis i'm gonna come over there too because then both y'all gonna have black eyes and that way i'm not finna fight your man with you girl you crazy i'm not finna fight your man with you and then girl, if your man, listen, and then if the dude is really about that life now he done bought both of y'all and now because you just said you're going over to your house and gonna beat up your man now, now my man involved because you hit me in the face no sis we're not right. doing it me and my man gonna come over my man gonna put your man in his car and drive you away. And I'm gonna sit at this table and be like, what is wrong with you? 
Are you drunk? Are you high? What is what is wrong with you, eh? What is going for here? What is this one here, eh? You're fighting and carrying on like you have no sense. Where is it? Do I need to call your mother, huh? What's wrong with you? You gotta go. Eh, eh. Eh, eh. Ah, this one oh, here. Seriously, no, we, have, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. But we had another topic, another subtopic, but clearly we did not make it. I told y'all. I told y'all. I talk. This so was going to be. It ain't even talking. I told them this was gonna be a spicy meatball. I told y'all it was gonna be intense. And we listen. I, I hope we didn't cut y'all too deep. If you need some stitches, let me know. I got some connects in the medical field. I call them for you. Get them to put you Charge up. Charge it to the game, sis. But I'm, I'm, we trying to help y'all be better. <laughs> so this just means. This just means. Mm-hmm. We need a part two. I mean, listen, we gonna have to do knuck if you buck. Part two. I gotta find another song. I don't know. I gotta find another song. But we gotta have a part two because we we gotta we gotta get into these kids who think it's okay to start hitting adults. We're not gonna talk about that today. We can't. We don't have time. We don't have time. We're gonna bring it back on a part two. But it's a lot. There's knuck if you buck. Keep your hands to yourself. Period. Double standard has double consequences. These consequences trickle down. So before we get up out of here. Like we always do, we're going we gonna to do our little, you know, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. We're yes. going to do our final thoughts. So we're going to drop, we call it dropping a gem. Okay. So what's your gem? What's your final gem you want to drop to the people? In reference to this particular subject? In in reference to this particular topic. And then if you have one that you just want to drop in general. You are the sum total of your relationships. And if all of your relationships are built on anger, frustration, manipulation, violence, aggravation, if all of your relationships are built on faulty seeds, then you will indeed build a faulty tree. You can't eat rotten fruit. You will, you will, you will eat of the fruit of every relationship that you build. And so if you feel like you're not benefiting from the relationships or you're eating rotten fruit from the relationships, then you have to ask yourself, what seeds have been planted? And am I the one who planted these seeds? That's it. So you just you just going you you just gonna do your final slice and dice. You was like, I got one more slice said, and dice. You said drop a gem. That was that was that was yeah. what I had in my pocket. Alrighty. Wow. <laughs> y'all heard y'all heard what Kiara said. <sighs> Where do I begin? Y'all already know. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Oof hurts. And do huh? My, my gem for you people is, first of all, stop knucking and bucking if you're not ready to fight. Period. <laughs> period, period, point blank, and period. period. That That's one. That part. Two, keep your hands to yourself. The saying says, do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Keep it in your quarantine space. So if you don't want nobody to black your eye, how about you don't black nobody's eye? Like this. <laughs> you don't want to go night night? You still want to party? You don't want to go night night? Then listen, put your hands in your pocket and enjoy the enjoy the night. That's a discussion. Then <laughs> hold yourself accountable. You are not exempt from consequences for your actions. You are not. You are not physically equivalent to a man. 
And why do you want to be? If he was to return to you what you gave to him, it would come to you tenfold. Important. It's not what you want. Stop placing an order for something you don't want. If you placed an order with Uber and they brought you the wrong thing, you would be mad because that's not what you ordered. Mm-hmm. You get what you order and do so stop ordering things with your hands that your jaw can't hold okay a word a word keep your hands to yourself the doors of the church are now open the way you want him to respect you ah and if you want an emotional slash emotionally intelligent man, uh-huh. you have to accept every emotion that comes with him. Talk, Mel, talk. That fit in your tiny purse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I said what I said. That part. Sorry, the, not The sorry. doors of the church are now open. Is there yeah. one? Hmm? Is there one? I can't stand you. <laughs> um, As I said earlier, Valid Transparency, yes. third anthology for the Diamond Riders, out now, available at www.diamondriders.com. Yeah. Also available on Amazon. So make sure you go and grab your copy. And if you do not have your ticket to the Diamond Standard Atlanta, and you love the energy that you got here with me and Kiara, come on out. Because guess what? It's going to be me, her, and a whole host of diamonds. We're way more act up. Way more. So yeah. we're we going to be classy act up. But we're going we gonna to get you right. We're going to give y'all some knowledge on entrepreneurship, living unapologetically, just yeah. getting you right, healed, and full. Yeah. So get your ticket now. Right now. We got jewel tickets and gem tickets left. Right you want to get the VIP because you're going to get a swag bag. You're going to get a book. You're going to get VIP seating. You're going to get bottomless um, signature. You're going to be sitting with me on VIP. So get your tickets now <laughs> and come meet us because ain't no party like a diamond party. Because a diamond party don't stop. but i thank y'all for tuning in this has been another episode of truth hurts hope you had your band-aids on because guess what the truth don't skip you the truth don't skip you just because you're sensitive amen okay we love y'all be blessed and as we always say here continue to hustle and shine Y'all be blessed. Have a great night.